You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Game 7 edition. Seriously, back here after two weeks off. You know, just like the NFL knock, we got to have our bye week. we got to have a bye week. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, we are realists. Probably not a smart idea to try and put a show together with Game 7 going no, on. There's not going to be much you know? attention being paid. <laughs> I mean, we do get a, just a few live listeners anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and it canceled them out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, talk to the wall. God, what a game last night. <laughs> uh, actually, what a boring actually game it ended up kind of being. I mean, I thought. I well, expected... very an- anticlimactic to the whole series. The yeah. series was unbelievable. Um, congratulations to the Houston Astros, nonetheless, though. A great series. One of the. Best series I've ever seen, Knocker. I know you've watched a lot of baseball in your day, as I've. Yeah, there's a few to compare. Myself, but yeah, it's right there. That's right up there, top five World Series ever for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty. Not not to say. I mean, I did go to Game One, which was absolutely fantastic. It was hot as shit. It was like 102, but uh, Game One at Dodger Stadium was a sight to be seen. There was history there. I saw Kershaw strike out 11. And the Dodgers win, leadoff home run by Chris Taylor. Uh, Turner's only home run, it seemed, or hit of the whole series was in that game. <laughs> that two-run home run he hit. But, uh, yeah, Naka, a series that had its uh, ups and downs, some good games, some crazy games. That game five, uh, you know, mm-hmm. might go up there as one of the best in history as far as uh, going back and forth, the number of home runs that did happen. Um, but your overall thoughts here on the World Series knock before we get into anything else here, I want to cover that because it did just happen, and by the time people podcast this, it might be a few days old, so let's just cover that here, Knocker. The Astros end up taking down the Dodgers in seven games. It looked like the Dodgers might have it after winning game six here, Knocker, coming into game seven, but the Astros pull it out, and uh, here's the call by uh, Joe Buck here, the last uh, out of the game. Here going to be part of the Yankees' success. Traded over here because of a Sanchez success. Here's a ground ball right side. Could do it. The Houston Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. And knock. They did it in the first ever World Series for the Astros. No, here. no, no. They were in 2005. No, I'm saying first ever win. First ever win. Ever win further in in franchise history for the Houston Astros here. Just an unbelievable sight to see. You had Springer winning the MVP, hitting five home runs, knocker in the game. And, um, or not in the game, sorry, for the series. Right. Tying, I think, Reggie Jackson uh, for the most home runs in a World Series. And Chase Utley. And Chase Utley, that is Mm -hmm. correct. With the Phillies, he did it, right? Is Mm -hmm. that? Yes. And, um, now, a couple things here. I've got a couple rants here. Uh, a couple things I want to get off my chest as far as baseball go. I want to say, first of all, that the Dodgers lost, not just because Dave Roberts is a crappy manager um, <laughs> and that you Darvish uh, really, really sucks and wasn't worth it, but I have to blame these four bitches for the loss of the Dodgers. <laughs> Why not? And if you aren't watching the show, uh, as uh, a lot of podcasters do, um, the Kardashians are the main reason <laughs> for the Dodgers losing. 
Knock, look at them. Nothing to do with the fact Before nobody the can game, hit. Right? Not the fact. Look at these. This is the Kardashian curse. It happens in basketball. Why, Why are they out there? Who I don't the understand. hell cares? I don't Why? Understand. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. But yes, they brought the they brought the curse of the Kardashians with them. God damn it, Knocker. Um, not only that, it hurt for the Dutch, but it hurt worse for Yasuo Puig, who ended up getting his house robbed, Knocker. <laughs> Again. Again, but a different house this time. Check your friends, Yasiel. Yes, yeah, This is inside stuff. No joke, man. <laughs> not random. Dude, get some friends that are better because it's just... Yeah, well, this time they said it's only 150 bucks worth of stuff. The la- the first one was 150 grand in Rolex. Bad boys, bad boys. Yeah, they rolling with the wrong group, man. Beanock, he needs to get some new buddies. You, that has to be an inside job. There's no way around it that it's not one, someone that he knows that's giving information to me about, hey, this is where he lives. Da, da, da. Yeah, the alarm did go off and the window was broken. So, still, man, still. knocker, it's just, just bad. It's too, too, I don't believe in like coincidence and like randomness in that. Somebody knows something. Now, back to Dave Roberts. Okay. This, this, guy who doesn't know how to manage a baseball game first of all knocker i do not understand mm-hmm. how kershaw who was able to go what did he go four or five innings last four night? innings four innings mm-hmm. and he gave two hits no runs mm-hmm. was able to do that but wasn't able to start the game please mm-hmm. explain to me how that happened it's the whole, it's it's all of baseball dynamics baseball doesn't work the way it used to work when when the heyday, in my opinion, of, of baseball was. Koufax won game seven on two days rest, pitched damn shutout. But they used to do that back then. Your ace was going to pitch three games in the World Series. That's all there was to it. He was going to pitch game one, he was going to pitch game four, and he was going to pitch game seven. That's all there was to it, even if he had to pitch game five. Because they only had three days rest. Remember, they, they don't, back then, three days rest, different format, two, two, one, one, one. The whole nine yards, but just the velocity and the and the and the analytics that go in today's game prevent that type of of mentality. Yes, Walter Alston would have started Kershaw. There would have been no doubt about it. The Cardinals would have started Bob Gibson. Right. Even up to the big unit. Big unit would have started that game. All there is to it. Kurt Schilling would have started right? that game. Absolutely. So, but it's just the whole mentality of baseball today is so reliant on statistics and matchups and analytics and this crap and that crap instead of just gut feeling and playing with your balls hanging out. And they don't do that anymore. And, and that's, to me, one of the biggest dynamics in, in the problem with that happening. The problem with me is that I don't understand. Okay, for, you start you Darvish. Okay, maybe I can get over that fact, okay? How does you Darvish come back out for the second inning? I don't understand that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What? It's not as cut and dry as you think. If you It st- is cut and no. dry. If you take the emotion out of what happened, okay? The Dodgers, the bullpen's used up, all right? You're going into uh-huh. this game, but everybody is available. I, I get that, Okay. If you can get a couple innings out of this guy, it just sets everything else up for a little later. Um, in retrospect, I might have started Wood as opposed to Yarvish because he's totally unfamiliar to the Astros lineup, and that. they've seen Darvish all year long. Okay. Right? But my point is this. The double that Springer hit was barely fair. Barely. Barely got down inside just 
You want me to? You want you want my opinion or you don't? Because you're gonna sit there and shake your head. Everything I say, just listen to what I say and see than if me it makes sense. And interrupting you, True. I can shake my head. You can. Okay. Now, what happened the rest of the inning? Okay, think about it. Ground ball to Bellinger and he fucks it up. That's not Darvish's fault. That ball was not hit hard. Bellinger made a shitty play. Puts the pitcher in a friggin' hole. The rest of the inning is Houston doing what Houston's supposed to do. They hit ground balls, Josh. They hit ground balls. And they scored two runs because of an error and a double. He got out of it. Fine. Did he not get beat up in game three? No, he did. He did. He had nothing. But he wasn't getting beat up. They hit ground balls. That was not That was a pretty hard ground ball double. The, the first one. Yeah. But it's barely fair, okay? He gave well, up a leadoff fair. double. You're talking about... You're but ta- you're acting like he got his ass kicked. And I'm trying to tell you he didn't get his ass kicked. So he comes out the second inning, right? Gets into a situation where the slowest guy they have... Now, leadoff walk is killer. The slowest guy on the Houston Astros is sitting at third base, and the pitcher is up, right? No damage is done yet. What does Roberts do? He plays his infield at medium depth. Foolish. Foolish. With the pitcher up and a slow guy on third, you play your infield in. He's still not giving up any hits. He's giving up the one double, but everything's been ground balls. And a walk. Okay, but he has just not on. He, it's just, I get a, you. Isn't there a feeling? But you asked in why baseball. he came out for the second inning. He came out for the second inning because they didn't hit him hard. They didn't hit him hard. They had an error and four and three ground balls. They scored two runs. Okay, we're good. Do you think Roberts knew okay. that Kershaw was good enough to go four innings like he did? Do you think he knew that before, or do you think oh Kershaw came out after throwing? No, two I do like, think hey, he coach, knew. It. I can go another. No, two. I think he knew it before. But the strategy hey, that, of that, today's that, baseball is then, not. So you start this guy. That's what you paid him the, the money for. Okay. Here's where I have an issue. The the pitcher hits a ground ball. They score a run because the infield is back. That's on Roberts, right? The next hitter coming up is Springer. Yes. Why on earth do you let him pitch Why? to Springer? There is no excuse for letting Darvish pitch to Springer. He jacks the two-run homer and the game's over. But God. but if you really look at it, they didn't beat him up. It, it just it was just kind of just what happened. Well, Dave Roberts post-game had uh, this to say after his explanation. I think it's great. Here we go. Los Angeles, first time in 29 years, but it stopped one game short. What did you tell your players? I said, um, you know, I just don't know what I'm doing managing. I don't know how to manage. I still know how to manage. I do analytics, and I don't take into account anything. I didn't play Kiki at all. I didn't put in Charlie Culberson. They were both hitting great. I should have started the guy who's been with the team longer instead of starting you, but... You know, I got a guy. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Thank you, Sam Tripoli. Thanks to Sam yeah, Tripoli. That, that is great. Enoch, switch your, uh, move your camera left a little bit. Left. Yeah. No, no, the other way. That's right. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm looking at that. Uh, there you go. That's good. Okay, so, so yeah, but, but again, old school, 1970 to 1985. Yeah. Kershaw would have pitched that game. Kershaw would have started that game. Man, he only went four innings. It's not like he pitched seven innings 
in his last I outing. Think he pitched for bringing really inning. Man- the whole series. He overmanaged. Just, he overmanaged. Oh, it just got too And I hate cute. to say that because everybody says they overmanaged. Right. But you don't ask Jansen to get six outs in two different ball games. He panics. Right. Well, that, congratulations. Astros deserved oh, it. Better I mean, team won. Better team won. Right. They were fantastic. That team's going to be together for the next couple of years. They're going to be right back there next year. So Well, they're actually, they're younger than and the, the city Dodgers. Houston, you guys you know, deserve it. For sure. Uh, you know, After what the hell you all have been yeah, through, for sure. Congratulations to the Astros. So, lastly, Knocker, before we move on and out of baseball as we close out here, I want to get to kind of a new segment I call Douchey or Not Douchey. <laughs> <laughs> this ought to be something spectacular. All right, let's do it. Why? why? You don't like do you No, like I love the it. I think, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> it's- have a nice day, douchebag. That's what I like to say. All right, Knock. Right, all do right, it. so uh, at the end of the game last night, Astros uh, Carlos Correa decided to celebrate the World Series by proposing to his girlfriend, Knocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw this last night after the game live on Fox. And um, B-Knock, douchey or not douchey huh. for Carlos Correa to propose to his girlfriend. Here's the video. We'll, we'll play the sound for you guys. You've dreamed of this your whole life, this feeling. Is it everything you thought it would be? It's everything and more, man. It's everything and more. It's one of the biggest steps of my life, one of the biggest accomplishments of my life. And right now I'm about to take another big step in my life. Daniela Rodriguez, you make me the happiest man in the world. Will you marry me? Will you marry me? All right, B-Nack, so she ended up saying... She That's a former yes. Miss Texas USA. Okay. okay, yes. Okay, that is uh, also <laughs> the point. Yes, I agree. But douchey or not douchey? I don't think it's douchey. I'm a romantic. How is that not I'm a romantic. I think it's cool, man. But if I'm the chick, okay, I'm going to play the right. devil's ass. If I'm the chick here, you decide to ask to propose to me on a day that's supposed to be your day. Right. This is the World Series. This day. is how we're starting our life. I'm but sharing everything, even the biggest thing in my life. Woman, like it's like you got to make it all fancy. Go out to the rock on the beach. She or just something. got proposed to in front of millions of people after Game Seven of the but World isn't Series. Kind of like putting it up on the big board and saying, "No, oh, no, no, that's no? that's douchey." Oh, that's douchey. That's douchey. So this isn't douchey. No, though. this guy thought about it and wanted to make a, make her feel extremely special look at her reaction did she think it was douchey okay look at her reaction she's pretty damn happy and dude he got he got sexed up oh, dude, last miss, night you miss know texas, he got dude. sexed up miss, last night miss texas that dude <laughs> yes so no i don't think that's douchey i don't i could see where you you might construe it that way <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm a romantic you know i'm a romantic i write your mother poetry okay, so i write her songs you're, that's true you do write you are kind of douchey no Yes, that is douchey. I'm just not afraid to show okay, her how I feel. Listeners, if you write your wife or your girlfriend's song or mm-hmm. a poem, is that douchey? Because I want to know. Okay. If it's not, maybe I should be doing this. <laughs> I don't um, why don't you ask your wife? I know. She would hate it if I sang to her. She would hate no, it. No, she wouldn't. I don't know. She, she would like love it. the effort and she'd be all so? over it. Oh, God, yes. <sighs> maybe we should pull that out one day. God, night, yes. You know? If you pull the macho out and just... just, just Expose yourself like, a I little bit. I thought that shit only works in movies. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so here to tell oh, you. You're here to tell me. <laughs> I'm here to tell oh, you. Oh, right. It wow. Works. It does work. Okay. It works. Man. So we'll settle the fact that douchey if you propose on the scoreboard, but if yes, you win the World that's Series. that's extra douchey. But if you win the World Series, it's yeah. not douchey. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it was cool, man. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll leave it at that. Let us know if you think it's douchey or not for Okay. Well, let's, let's look at it this way. Yeah. How many women walking the face of the earth have been proposed to at the end of game seven live on the field? She is the first. One. There's the first. But that don't make you special. What does? That's yeah, a true story. I agree with right? you. Right? You can always play that card. Sure. God, did he get laid last night. Oh, he got hammered Jesus. sex last night. Here we night. go. Let's break it down, baby. <laughs> NFL, let's roll into it. Both of them are limping this morning. Oh, I can man, tell you that. Like they rode a horse. <laughs> in. All right. And we close out. Baseball, we are back halfway through the NFL season. Uh, you, know, you know what's douchey? What? What other douchey thing? Putting the ring in, in food. <laughs> like you go to a restaurant and you hide it in the cake. The fucking or chocolate you, cake. You hide it in the ice cream or something. Stuff. Yeah. That's douchey, man. You just got to put it on. Like, you're right? cake. Just, you know. Yeah, I, I'm with that. Put some thought into this. <laughs> Me, I'm one to talk, man. Yeah, I'm one to talk, too. I, my wife I had one of the lamest proposals Me ever. Me, too. Ever. Me, too. But, hey, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Thus, I write poetry and songs for her. Exactly. <laughs> You're fucking little scholar over here writing uh, songs. Thank All you, right, Courtney, for that, by the way. Uh, Courtney Thompson. Oh, yeah. He did write that song for her. I think we no, he wrote this. it. We he, played it on he did the show, music. didn't we? We did, and we will play it again. Yeah, we played it on the show. All right, Knock. Let's get into the news from around the NFL. All right. Oh, we have Cam calling in right now. Cam, Cam the man. Uh-oh. He's early today. Let's see. Let's bring him in here. Cam, Hello, Cam. Cam, what's, Cam, what's up? What's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, sitting. I was watching a little NBA before I left. Nice little NBA action. Now that baseball's over and I don't ever have to watch that sport again, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Come on, Cam. Better, if you couldn't get into this World Series, I mean, really, I, I understand people who don't like baseball, but if you couldn't just, as a, just a sports fan, just kind of get sucked into this and, and, and the tension and, and what baseball is all about, you really must just really hate this sport because even the, 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 the average fan had to get sucked I, I, in. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I like the World Series. The World Series was great. The playoffs were good. It takes you 200 games to get there. I'm not going to watch that shit. I don't blame you. The regular season's a waste of time. They should go to 140 games, and the World Series should be over by October 10th. I agree with you. So that's my point of why baseball so it, it sucks because the sport is slow within itself within one game, and I have to watch 800 games just to get to the finale. <laughs> well, no, like you don't. Have, you don't have to end. watch any of them. Just watch the damn yeah, World, World Series. World Series is great, man. <laughs> but hey, man, ha- you, I'm sure you. Yeah, heard. but when you work in sports, right? That's what I was gonna say. Well, you kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, now we are we are on football, and we had horrible news come down a few hours ago oh about Texas God. quarterback Deshaun Watson. Uh, tearing his ACL knocker. He's going to have surgery here. Um, going to be out for the rest of the year. Man, he lit it up last week. Four touchdowns, 402 yards against Seattle in that just awesome game last week. They end up losing on the last play here. Knocker, they've already lost J.J. Watt, Whitney uh, Marcellus, and now they lose their quarterback. Houston Texans, obviously we know how this is going to affect them. Are they now out of the playoffs? I'm asking both of you. You Uh, First, I don't think they're out of the playoffs just because of the division that they're in. I I still think they have enough offensive weapons to to retool and and, and not not nearly be as explosive. 
but but score enough points in that division, even if they go eight and eight, nine and seven, they've got a pretty damn good shot of making the playoffs as a division winner. Can they go far in the playoffs with without Watson? I do not think so. But I think they have enough defense, and, and I think they can retool their offense to not make enough mistakes to lose a majority of their games. They're which three, puts them they're in the three and four right now, Knocker. And you look at a Jags team that looks a little bit better, a Titans team that's maybe figuring things out a little bit. Um, Cam, where do you sit on Texans, man? We know this injury is going to kill them. Do they, they, I don't see, I don't see them having a chance at the playoffs now. I don't I don't think they can make the playoffs either without a quarterback, only because of all the moves they made. Remember, you got to combine this with the fact that they traded their left tackle. I know he didn't play in very many games, and he held out for most of the season. But in six, what was it, in thirty some snaps, there was six sacks recorded on Tom Savage the last time he. He started, so that's not good. J.J. Watt's out. Sean Watson's out. I think the Jags are going to win that division, and I probably think the Titans might sneak into some wild card now, and uh, probably the Bills. Um, and then you still got the Raiders, so I definitely think they're they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, and now. you mentioned that offensive line, and you talk about a trade that they just had with one of their key offensive line players, Dwayne Brown, getting sent over to the Seahawks after he. Uh, didn't like Bob McNair, the owner's comments uh, about his racially insensitive comments he made regarding that, the, you know, basically the prisoners don't run the asylum or, the, you know, something to that nature. Uh, he was asked to be traded. He was traded. I think it's a huge move for the Seahawks. I think it really helps kind of solidify their offensive line a little, a little bit for Russell Wilson. I think this is going to hurt the Texans overall. I think it hurts them going forward. And like you said, uh, Cam, their offensive line is not going to give Savage or anybody that they throw back their time to make any plays. I think this hurts uh, DeAndre Hopkins' value as far as fantasy goes as well. Um, it's just a huge blow to the Texans, and I think it's, it, it's going to take them out of the playoff picture, Knocker. Now, a, a news that came down that you shouldn't be surprised about. We knew this was coming. I don't know why the, the, and, that the Colts decided to play this kind of games with the media and with the fans here. The Colts place Andrew Luck's shoulder on injured reserve, going to miss the remainder of the season. Like, we didn't know that before. Right. Not. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand why they had to hold it out this long. Because they want people in the stands and they want people to have hope, which keeps them coming to the games. If you do this in the preseason and they know that you're not going to win, they're, they're not showing up. Yeah, it's all about it, money. It is all about money. Now, uh Going in, you're going to get two injured quarterbacks. You're not going to have to. I think that the uh, Colts play the Texans coming up this weekend, too, which is going to be interesting. So, mm -hmm. um, moving on here, Ezekiel Elliott's suspension knocker reinstated. He's going to be out six weeks going forward. Cowboys face the Chiefs coming up. Looks like Alfred Morris is going to be the uh, starting back for the Cowboys. Cam, I'm going to go to you on this. How much does this affect the Cowboys going forward? We know they have one of probably the toughest schedule in the NFL. Is this going to hinder them as much as we all think it is, or is that offensive line good enough to make pretty much any running back they throw in there pretty decent going forward? I mean, uh, as it affects the running game, it's probably going to hurt a lot just because Zeke does catch balls out of the backfield. He's a good blocker. He does everything. Um, they'll be able to scrape by with running back-wise. Like, it, it'll be adequate, but it won't be great. Um, they have a part of their schedule coming up. I know they have to play the Eagles twice. They have to play the Chiefs. Some other playoff teams. I really think now going forward, I think the Cowboys are probably going to be 8-8. Eight eight. 
Yeah, I, I kind of agree with uh, you too, man. I think it hurts them pretty bad. Based on gut. Yeah, they've got a tough, tough schedule coming up here, Knocker. I actually think, as much as I'm a Cowboys fan, it's going to be really hard for them to make the playoffs this year, Knocker, especially with the way the Eagles are going. Um, they've got some tough games. If they can get by 3-3 three and three here at this next six-game stretch, I'll be happy with the Cowboys um, as they finish out the season a little easier than they're going to start here, Knocker. I think the biggest place it's going to hurt, and, and Cam touched on it, um, Zeke's a really good pass blocker. He's, yeah. he's very good at picking up blitzes and, and helping buy an extra second, half second uh, for Dak. Um, I think another issue here is now that Elliott's gone and Dez is starting to act up in his selfish ways again, um, if yeah, he doesn't calm down, and, yeah. well, he's, he's, he's whining and crying on the sidelines again yeah. and just – you know, distraction. You can't get separation like he used to. He's not a premier re- wide receiver. He needs to. We're not throwing you the ball you know, every time, yeah, bro. It's I just, agree. You know, calm down Scott and the Bryce team just Butler. is got, winning. Yeah. Calm the hell down. It, yeah. it just bothers me. So I think those those two things. If the locker room starts to get unsettled again, I think Daz has. And I, I think, I think, um, Dak did a really good job in in talking to him, calming him down, and and, and what I think he's really good at that. Yeah. But yeah, I I think. Maybe not the first game, but I think two or three games into this, you're really going to start to feel that, that Zeke is gone. Yeah, well, we got a big trades going on in the NFL, Knocker, as yeah. we have the NFL trade deadline. Yeah. You never see this in the no. NFL. I mean, some big names. This is the most trades here. I've ever seen. The biggest name being Jimmy Garoppolo getting traded to the 49ers here, Knocker, for a second-round pick. Jimmy Garoppolo, we thought this guy was going to be the next face of the franchise for the New England Patriots here, Knocker. And with... I thought at least maybe get a first round for him. They're talking, you know, last year if they trade him, they get a lot more for him. I think this is a steal for the 49ers. They know what they're getting. He sat behind Brady. He's learned. He's almost like a veteran rookie at this point, Knocker, when you get him because he's mentally, I think, prepared to be a starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. We've seen what he can do. I think the 49ers really got a good deal in this situation, Knocker. Only giving up a second round pick. They still got a bunch of picks coming up in this draft. I, I think it was a steal for the Niners, and, and I think this says emphatically that Brady and Belichick are going out at the same time. What do you think? Knock. Okay. Um, I have two words to say. Matt Castle. Okay. I really want to see what happens. Matt Castle went to a pretty good Chiefs team and, and didn't make it happen there. Garoppolo, yeah, he's, he played well for New England. Okay. He played well. I think they 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 kept him. I, I don't know if he's a free agent, but he's close to free agency, isn't he? Who if Garoppolo? Not, yeah, if I'm not yeah, he mistaken. He was going to be free agent at the end of the year. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, they weren't willing as the Patriots are s- such to do. They're not paying anybody that kind of money that he's going to ask. They're just not. So, a second round pick from the 49ers is basically a late first round pick. Yeah, no, it's you're going to get the 34th pick in the draft, basically. Right. Now, is Garoppolo a savior for the 49ers? It's still the 49ers. I'd have him over Josh Rosen. I would, too. I, I would, too, because he's played in so many games. But I'm I'm on the wait and see. You know, okay, he, he played very well in New England. I'm not saying that he's the savior and he's the next Tom Brady or the next Joe Montana. All I'm saying is that they got a great the deal. The 49ers got, got a, got a nice deal. player. Cam, so. what do you think, man? in which you have a low, low, you know, low risk, high reward type of situation for mm-hmm. Jimmy G. Um, I really do like him as a quarterback. If there's any guy who's going to get the most out of him, it's going to be Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Look at what he did with Matt Ryan last year. I would definitely say that 
going forward, you got to test them out to take teams. If not, your record's going to be bad enough to where you can either try to draft a quarterback again and then figure out your situation with Garoppolo. Um, but trading a second round, as a Broncos fan, I know we busted on the last, like, five or six second-round picks we've had. So I don't think it's – I think, it, like you said, it's a great deal. They know what they're going to get. Um, but San Francisco needs a lot of pieces going forward. I wouldn't be surprised. Coward made a good point today. If they, if they have Jimmy G and they feel confident about him trading out of their top five picks mm-hmm. and grabbing more picks, yeah, I, know. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm them doing that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that, Cam. I think they have a lot of wiggle room, a lot of things that they can do in this. I think the 49ers are just trending in the right direction. Sure they are. Yeah, and this I, is definitely I, a good a move smart for them. Move. Absolutely. Um, Knocker, just a couple other moves. Big moves from around the league here. Um, we had the Bills, again, make another trade. They made a couple moves earlier in the year. Now mm-hmm. they went up and picked up Kelvin Benjamin, wide receiver from the Panthers. He was Cam's basically go-to guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, if rumors have it here, Knocker, the Panthers traded Kelvin Benjamin because of that reason. Cam was so stuck on throwing him the ball. Wow. He wasn't spreading the ball around from sources say that that's one of the reasons that Kelvin Benjamin's on his way to Buffalo. I think this is a great trade for the Bills. He's, they already say he's going to be their slot receiver here. Move right in. I think he's a big target for that offense. And I like what the Bills are doing right now, Knocker. I think they are a legitimate playoff team. I think this helps them make that offense just that much better. Oh, yeah. I think they're they're definitely a legitimate playoff team. If, you know, if the Patriots aren't there, they win, they win the division. They're playing very good football right now. They've made some very good offseason moves. They got rid of some trash, um, you know. Um, and this pickup is great. I'm kind of curious about... You know, they traded him because he was the guy's favorite receiver. I've never kind of heard that before. That's well, that pretty he wouldn't get off him. That he no, wouldn't I, get I, off I, him, I understand you know? what you trust me. I understand what you said. Yeah, but for someone to come out and say that's why we traded him, so Cam will move the ball around yeah. more. That's that's kind of like saying, well, we're just going to trade our best receiver so he'll throw to our other crappier receivers yeah, more. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It just that I doesn't make it sense. It, it was weird. Night. Cam, did you, you know? hear that at all? I heard that from a couple uh, shows today. I was listening to. Did you hear anything about that? Uh, I did not specifically hear, I heard a little bit about it, but I don't know. The problem is there's all these rumors flying around right now. You don't really know what to believe mm-hmm. just because, you know, there's some front offices that are trying to justify their trades. Like you guys definitely said, I definitely think this makes the Bills better going forward. I don't know what the Panthers are doing. I mean, they, yep. they, they didn't even get a good pick for them. Yeah, I agree. Now, I don't know what the Panthers are doing right now. I think that... They're kind of in a situation where they're stuck with Cam and his, you know, yep. his immature ways, and and, yep. and they really are, are hamstringed here as far as, you know, trying to get him. They they basically got to talk him through media press conferences now. They almost got to babysit this kid that's supposed to be the head of the franchise. Knocker, it's just I think they're in a real rough situation, and, yes, and I don't are. know what they're doing. Lastly, here, Knocker, a couple trades, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Going all in for the Super Bowl knocker. We know they lost Jason Peters, huge mm-hmm. offensive lineman for mm-hmm. them, their pro bowler. But they went up and picked up Jay Ajayi from the Miami Dolphins here knocker to probably solidify that run game with LeGarrette Blunt. It looks like they're ready to go into the, you know that cold part of the NFL where it's ground and pound knocker. Mm-hmm. You run the football, it's cold, it's Philly. I want that other back that can go pound. We know both with the Ajayi now and LeGarrette Blunt. I love what they're doing there in Philly. I like Carson Wentz. I think they're... Obviously, I think they're a playoff team. They're going to win the NFC East, and um, I like what this move is by the Eagles, man. Absolutely. You think he's not, you know, whoever he was praying to, you think he's not thanking 
and and so selling I, his so soul to whoever right to whoever it was. I'm out of Miami and I'm playing in Philly right now. Right? You know, my God, fantastic move, fantastic yeah, move. Awesome I think that, move. I think the league dictates that you have to have two, maybe even three running backs to get through the season and, and get into the playoffs because you know you, the, the world workhorse 35 carries a game doesn't it isn't yeah. happening anymore. I don't know what kind of pass catcher he is, but I do know he's a serviceable yeah, he's a running back, back he's a gonna, durable it's back. It's a great move by the Eagles, mm-hmm. just adding better players, kind yes. of taking the Patriots mantra. Um, Cam, I'm going to come to you in a second here, but real quick, Browns fail once again, Knocker. In some way they fail. They went out and tried to get A.J. McCarron, the backup for the Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> Knocker, and somehow they shat all over their face, and this didn't go through. Whether an email wasn't sent the last minute, something happened. Cam... The Browns shit the bed as only the Browns can, didn't they? Yeah, this is one of the worst moves I've ever seen in, in not only just NFL or Cleveland, like in sports. Like the fact that you made a trade, you were celebrating it, the other team called it in, and you did. So <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Of. I thought you were going to do it. I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> Don't! <laughs> So ridiculous. It's so Cleveland. It is it's so Cleveland, man. All right. Hey, uh, Camp, can you stick on uh, through the break? We're going to get to Pickums. You want to? I know you're in traffic and not doing anything, so you want to stick around for Pickums? Oh, uh, hell yeah. All right, yeah, man. All right, I'm gonna, break. all right, I'm going to put you on hold here uh, real quick. We'll bring Cam back for Pickums as him and Knocker like to go back on the spreads here. So we'll have a good contest coming up after the break, Knocker. Uh, when we get back, we are going to get in again, like I said, Pigskin Pickums. Going to get into my little bit of power rankings. I'll run through those real quick. I got the best comments. Everyone said I got it finally right, Knocker. So week nine. <laughs> it only took me nine weeks, and I think I got it right. Well, shot I had of the to week. play out. Shot of the week coming up. I got a lot of shots and shits to give out this week. Drunk of the week. I got three of them, Knocker. We got a woman pissing. A Miami Dolphins woman that decided to go into the men's bathroom because the line was too long. Good for her. Are you? Is that? Is that? Are you really? Are you good for her? I don't care. Would you not care if you were in a urinal and some chick just came up? I don't care. Hell no. no. I don't care. <laughs> no, not if it's my wife, I got a problem with it. But right, I don't care. She got to go. She got to go. She got to go. She got to go. She had more balls than half the guys in that in that <laughs> fucking bathroom. Man, all right, we'll get to our pickums. Cam, we're back with us. Stick with us. We get back after this.
It looks like um, going fast, man. You're leading the way. Uh, who? I think Knocker. Who? Let's go check the leaderboard up here on the big screen here, Knock. Let's uh. You gonna take those boobs here. out the big screen and put that on? <laughs> Wait a minute. Look at B Knock right there. That's right, big doggies. Read them and weep, baby. Wow. Read it and wow. weep. This is how, the do you, how do you feel about that? I feel real good. You feel good? I feel great. You feel great? Yeah, I feel like Rocky. Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> wow, winning. Yeah. Like Charlie, just do a bunch of coke and just winning, you know? Hell yeah, yeah, yo. Knock very good, though. Me and you only missed one game last week. Mm-hmm. One game. And that was because Seattle got that late touchdown. Yeah, Cam, did you? how many did you miss last week? Uh, I didn't miss very many. I think I missed maybe like one. But there was, I know I'm down by one because there was one week where I didn't pick a Thursday night game. Right now, looks like me and you are tied at 80 and Knockers at 82. We hold the top three spots in our pickups. That's so why everyone, we do the show. So all of our listeners we and not everybody. Proud of that. Yep, everyone, all of our listeners and everybody that played, you can all. Well, tell him to suck my balls. <laughs> you can all suck our balls. Come on, bring it, people. Bring it. Come, come on, on. Where are you? No competition. We're giving you free two hundred bucks, and we'll just take it. I'm just glad Dragon Lady's not playing this year. <laughs> I know, right? Thank God Beast Mode forgot to pick his picks. He missed a week. He yeah, did, man. He's Beast so Mode pissed off. His picks, man. He's pissed <laughs> off. All right, let's get let's get into my uh, power rankings here, Knocker. I know they're everyone's favorite. Here we go. Go power rankings. Go go power rankings. Go go power rankings. Oh, it's so good, Cam. I hope you have your windows down. You're just blasting on the 605 right now. Go, go, power <laughs> Yeah, see? Well, I'm going to run through these real quick, Knocker, and I know that you guys are all, because I know you're all going to agree with me, okay? Every time. All right, always. Here, always. Here we go, Knock Through my power rankings, week nine. Number 10. Number 10, Knocker got the Vikings. Okay. Still looking good, despite all their injuries. Bradford still due to come back, Knocker. Their defense is freaking fantastic. And I just like what they're doing. Overall, on the team, I think they're solid. I think they actually end up winning that division, especially with the Aaron Rodgers injury, Knocker. Mm-hmm. So I got the Vikings at number 10. All right, here we go. Number 9. Number 9, Knock. I got the Bills. They look they're just with that trade, Kelvin Benjamin. I think they're five and two now, Knocker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're good at home. It's cold weather. Buffalo plays good when it gets cold. <laughs> Their defense is good. They can run the football. When you can mm-hmm. run the football late in the season, you can do a lot in the NFL, Knocker. I've got the Bills at number nine. Very nice win over the Raiders. number eight. Very, Very nice, nice win. win. Number eight. I've got the Dallas Cowboys, Knocker. Two straight wins in a row. They look like they solidified, solidified things on the offensive side of the ball, but. I made these rankings before Ezekiel Elliott's suspension came down. I think this does obviously hurt the Cowboys' chances going forward. Like we talked about earlier, they got one of the hardest schedules in the NFL. But right now, I think they're a top-10 team. I'm going to put them at number eight. That was a pretty impressive win 
against the Skins. Right. That, that was pretty impressive. Good win. For Plus, them they the won rain, the money both halves. No kicker. Right. In the rain. End up pulling it out. Tough knocker. place to play, man. I yep. agree with you. Here we go. Number seven. Number seven. I'm going to go with the Saints. Knocker. They continue to impress. Another win last week at home. The defense. I don't know what has happened, but that secondary can actually play. They got a pass rush. Drew Brees. I think they got the cancer and Adrian Peterson out of the organization. As we know, he's complaining earlier mm-hmm. in the season. I've got the Saints at number seven. I think they're a very good team in the NFC. But they couldn't score 27 points. Hey, they won the game, though, against the Bears. Hey, Bears defense is legit, <laughs> Sorry, man. most of my stuff is going to be tilted to whether okay. they want well, me money or not. Okay. Okay. Just the Number way it six. Is. Number six knocker. <laughs> team total sucks. I've got the Steelers. Cam, I'm going to get you. I'll let you comment on all these. I want to run through them, and then you can comment. i got number six. i got the Steelers knocker. They continue to win. Continue to play good football. Le'Veon Bell, best running back in football right now. That defense is legit, Knocker. And again, I like these cold-weather teams when it comes down to November and December football. Mm -hmm. I like the Steelers. I don't think they're in the top five because I do think they're still a shaky team and you can't be trusted on a week-to-week basis. But I got the Steelers at number six. My number Number five is the Rams here, Knocker. The Rams continue to impress me. Both sides of the football. Best kicker in football. One of the best defensive fronts in football. They've got Jared Goff. I know he's a rookie, but... they finally figured out that coach and Sean McVay has figured out what to do with Todd Gurley and to get the most out of him. They've got weapons mm-hmm. on the outside of the ball and Watkins. I like what the Rams are doing. They are my number five team. Number four. I got to go with the Seattle Seahawks knocker. They continue to impress me. I think that move, getting that offensive lineman from the Texans is going to be huge going forward here. Russell Wilson seems to you know, kind of figure things out here as the season's progressed. They started off, started off shaky. But again, another one of those teams when it comes down to November, December football, when it's cold and rainy, what's going to prevail? Winning. And then what's going to prevail? Defense. And that's what Seattle Seahawks have. I've got them at my number four. Number three. My number three team knocker going to be the Chiefs. Bounce back last week in a big way. Good win against a division opponent in the Broncos. I think the Chiefs, again, are a top three team. Up there with the with the Steelers and with the Patriots when it comes to the AFC here, Knocker. Um, I've got the Chiefs at number three here. Number two. Number two. Going to go with the Patriots. They continue to impress. Continue to get better. Finally, find out kind of who they are this year. The Hogan injury does hurt them, but I do think that they are the best team in the AFC right now. And as like they were a couple weeks ago and last week. Number one. Fly Eagles, fly baby. The Eagles continue to impress and win. I know that Jason Peters injury is going to be huge, but I think that Ajayi uh, addition is going to be huge as well. I like the Eagles at number one. So Cam, I'll bring you back on now. Cam, what do you think of my rankings? Uh, I would probably move the Cowboys down a couple slots behind those two other, or the two other teams that you had behind the Cowboys. I think are better. Vikings and Bills. Um, my probably minor tweaks, but I would probably the biggest move. I would say swap the Chiefs and the Steelers. Well, you're... I think the Steelers are a lot more complete on both sides oh, of the ball. Oh, but, uh, what? Wow. What? Wow! I mean, <laughs> are you are you are you saying that my wow, Steelers Cam. you hated all year long are better than you think? Uh, I think their path is the easiest wow. for the AFC Championship oh. than all the other teams described. So because I was the I was right. Have a horrible defense. Well, the that's that's different. A very than power good earth, and they've had some injuries. Um. There's, the problem is I didn't see the AFC being this bad this year, and there's a lot of injuries to a lot of quarterbacks. The Steelers kind of have a path of there's no one really to challenge them. No, I agree with you on that. So, the division's horrible, but that's, I, that's why I would that's why I would say that's why I'm I'm still not a big believer in the Steelers because 
when they get to these big, tough games in the playoffs, like, I don't, I mean, they beat the Chiefs last year, but I don't know if they're going to beat the Chiefs this year. I don't know if they're going to beat the, like, I don't think they'll beat the Patriots. But, well, I they, mean, when they're really tested, they, they always come up small in my in my mind, but. Well, they're the only, they're the they, only there's team. There's nothing really to impede them. They're the only team that actually manhandled the Chiefs. Yeah. They beat them pretty, pretty handily. handily. It wasn't it wasn't that close of a ball game. Um, and um, the Broncos tried to employ some of the schemes that the Steelers um, employed to some success. Um, but the, the, the Broncos just don't have enough offense yeah. to keep up with them in that game. Um, again, that, they're the most, to me, they're the most enigmatic team in the entire AFC That's is the Steelers. I'm That's just, a good I'm just not him. sure where they are and where they're going, but they are a good team. Yep, I agree. All right, Knocker, let's break it down here. Picks get picking week nine, fellas. Here we go. Just follow me. Follow the Knocker to victory, baby. Follow them to victory. How does my ass look, everybody? How does my ass look? God. I know how it might look at golf on Sunday. Oh, Oh, shit. I thought we were going to get through the show no. without that. No. I was going to give you my shit of the week for playing golf and sucking <laughs> ass. Kicked your ass this weekend. A little father-son outing on Sunday. Took it to knock her handily. All right, B-Knock, can you throw me up a beer here before we get started? Um, who won la- Who won that $10 game knocker between you and Cam? Did Cam end up winning that or did you end up winning that? Oh, is that the one you got high? Is that the show you got? High? No, I just don't remember. No, yeah. when we bet ten bucks on you guys picking back and forth for the pickums, when you guys oh, went against the spread, did you, so you won the ten. I won last week. Yeah. Okay, I all right, I'm sure. I, I was, I was correct on more spreads than he was last week. Okay, all right, knock. Let's get to it here, Cam. Here we go. I'm gonna throw it to. You. Oh, when I throw it to you, Cam, I'll, I'll turn your mic on here. So here we go. Uh, week nine in the NFL knocker. Um, first up here in. Week nine, we had tonight's game. I know we won't. I go do over not it. know the score. We don't know the score. I know I took the Bills in this game. Knocker, what did you take in this game? I know we made our picks before this. What did you? I end took up the Bills, and I, and I think and I think that they were favored by three points on the road yeah, over they were. the Jets. They were. Cam, I didn't know that. Uh, Cam, what what did you take? Bills or Jets in this I, game? I uh, I took the Bills. I'm not taking Josh McCown in the Jets. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I agree with you. All right, Knock. So we'll move on past that game here, and we're gonna go on to. Uh, Sunday's games, we've got, again, six teams on by this week. Wow. Yeah, again, six teams on by. So, first game up here. Here we go. Falcons versus Panthers. Man, Falcons versus the Panthers here, Knocker. The Falcons coming away with a win last week against the Jets. The Panthers coming up with a win of their own as well. This is a huge uh, game for both these teams here, Knocker. Um, As it's a divisional matchup, the 5-3 Panthers against the 4-3 Falcons. What do you got in this game? What do you think the spread is here, Knocker, in this one? I think, I think the spread uh, in this division, the road team, is, is plays very well. For some reason, it's an oddity in the NFC South. The road team actually plays very well mm-hmm. uh, in these matchups. I think the Falcons on the road, especially after the trade and the turmoil going on in, in Carolina, even though they came off a win, it was against the Buccaneers. Um, I think the Falcons are going to be a four-point favorite. Over the Panthers in this one. On the road. All right, Cam, what do you think here? What do you got? Uh, you know what? I just don't like what's going on with the Panthers right now, so I'm probably going to see the Falcons by, like, two points. Cam, you're almost right on it, man. Falcons uh, favored by one and a half mm-hmm. here going into the Carolina Panthers. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Falcons in this one, Knocker. I think that the Panthers losing Calvin Benjamin, again, I think it's going to F with Cam Newton's mind here. Mm-hmm. He's not mature. I think it's going to mentally mess with him in this game. I like the Falcons. Totally agree. Momentum off the win last week. I think Matt Ryan gets it together here. Um, I like the Falcons to win by about a touchdown in this game. I'll take the Falcons to cover the spread and for the pigs can pick him. Knock, what do you got? I'm I'm with you. I, I especially at the one and a half. Yeah, yeah. I think they cover this, but they went outright by by six points. All right, Cam. What do you got, man? Yeah, I'm all over the Falcons this week. The Panthers don't. The Panthers are five and three, but they don't seem like a five and three team. Like they don't act like it. I don't know for sure what's going on with them. So I'm going to stay away from them. I'll take the Falcons. And they cover. Okay. All right. Next game up here, Knocker. Uh, could have some playoff implications for at least one of these teams. Here we go. Bengals versus. Jaguars. The Jaguars are suddenly knocker the favorites to win the AFC South here, uh, especially with the injury again, like we talked about earlier, to Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Bengals on the road here against the Jaguars. We know all know how I hate the Bengals so much, and I will continue to hate the Bengals because they dog it every single week. Knocker, what do you think the spread is on this one? Jags at home against the Bengals. I think the Jags are favored just, just to get you to maybe bet the Bengals. I think it's three and a half. Cam? Jaguars are a four and a half point favorite at home. Jaguars are a five and a half point favorite at home here. Good pick No there, love man. for the Bengals, oh, man. Ja- I've never – this might be the biggest That spread. might be the biggest spread in the Jags' favor ever. My God, <laughs> Knocker. And that's what scares me about this thing is the Jags, just when you think they can always turn the corner, every they end up shitting time, the bed, every man. Every freaking time. And with that being said, but, you know, I'll take the Jags to win at home, but I'm going to buy that six, that half a point right? and buy plus six with the Bengals if I'm a betting man in this well, one. I think what's happening with so the Jags – Jags for pick-up, Bengals for – I think the Jags are actually finally getting healthy, especially at the wide receiver position. They've been snake bit Marquise Lee in, in, in various draft picks at the wide receiver position. They seem to just come in, get hurt, and, and it's very tough. Fournette was a very good pick for them. Um, again, I've said this before. I think they're building something down there, and yeah, they're looking good, uh-huh. which means they're probably going to fall flat on their effing face. Yep. Uh, I think I'm with you. I'm going to take the Jags on the pickums. But uh, I'm going to roll with the Bengals and that, and buy that sick. Okay. I'm going to go with you on that. What do you got, Cam? Uh, move over because I'm officially jumping on the Jaguars bandwagon Whoa. right here. I think they're going to take oh. the Watch out now. I do. I like I like everything they're doing. Listen, they have a power running game. They have the best, probably one of the best defensive lines in football. They have two fantastic corners. Their defense forces turnovers and scores off of them. I, I really like this team. I think they're going to do very well this year. I'm going to take the Jaguars, and they cover. Oh, and they yeah. cover. He, man, he said that in fat. Knocker. He was like, like F you, damn, both you. Man, seriously. All right, next game up here, Knocker. Go Cam. I'm uh, in. This is going to be actually a pretty good game. Here we go. Broncos versus Eagles. Broncos versus the Eagles here, Knocker. Broncos on the road coming off another loss for the Broncos. Eagles coming off another win. Both these teams treading in completely opposite directions here, Knocker. Uh, Broncos going to be starting Brock Osweiler in <laughs> this Brock. game. Go Brock. The Brock train, baby. Brock We're going to ride the back. Brock train. What do you got, Knocker, for the spread in this one? Well, first of all, I think there's something rotten in Denmark. Okay? Okay. Because we're having a contest with a guy that works for Fox Sports. Yeah. And he supposedly doesn't know what the spreads are before he comes on the show. Yeah. 
Really? He doesn't. Really? He doesn't. Really? I'm an old guy. I don't have time to look and and Cammy's accusing you of cheating. I don't care enough. I don't care enough to actually look him up before we get on the show. He's a bitter old man, right? I'm I'm just smelling something fishy here. He's a little too consistent, a little too close. But be that as it may, (laughs) Cam, you go first on this one. What's the spread and what do you got? Uh, oh, they're in Lincoln Financial Field, and their defense is terrible. Starting, or their defense is great, but they're starting Osweiler. I think the Eagles are an eight-and-a-half point favorite at home. Knocker? I, I just like the fact he's so hoity-toity. <laughs> they're in Lincoln <laughs> oh, Financial no. Field. What a fucking loser. Dude, I still think they play in the fucking vet, Okay. And you got to throw that out? Come on, Cam. All right. You're smarter and you're I younger, you, all right? Cam. I fucking love you, Jesus Christ, fucking love you. They'll it. always play in the vet. I don't give a shit what the name of the stadium is and who puts the thing on there. I they play in the it. vet, period. I love it, man. All right? All right, Nog, what do you got? Eagles are favored by nine. This is Price is Right. Eagles are favored by nine. He said eight and a half. I'm going nine. Oh, sorry, Bob. It's, uh, it's seven and a half. Favored oh, by the, the Eagles. Wrong way. With the wrong way on that one. <laughs> Once again, the Eagles favored by seven and a half here at home knocker. I'm going to go with the Eagles to win, and I will go with the Eagles. They cover this all day. Not cover. I'm going to go with the Broncos and buy what? the half to eight. Yeah, I think the defense keeps it close. I think that Jason Peters injury is a lot bigger than people are giving him instance. I, I'm going to take the Broncos and the points, Eagles for the pickups. No freaking way. Yep. There's no freaking way that the Broncos score more than 10 points in this game. Not an effing chance. Yeah, 27 to 10, 27 to 9. There is no effing way the Eagles do not cover this. They're going to crush this Yeah, team. I'm being stupid. I'm going to Eagles to trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm saying, even Cam's going. He, do you agree, Cam? You know what? If it was home Broncos, I would right. say they cover. Right. If Broncos, they're not covering. Yeah, I'm with you guys, too. I was trying to just be I'm, too cute. I'm trying to be like I'm, Dave Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, overthinking you this. this. Though. I will tell you this, though. If the Broncos even had an average offense right. with a right tackle, this team wins the Super Bowl. That defense is that good still. It's unbelievable. On Monday night, they bailed them out. That game should have been 35-0. But that defense bailed Denver's offense out well, multiple times. Calm down, Cam. Calm, calm down. And this is what I'm going to say. Calm down. The Chiefs were... Knocker. Knocker. Alex Smith threw for 200 yards, had his worst game of the season, and Kareem Hunt only had 50 yards. And the Broncos turned the ball over five times. That's exactly what I was going to say. They were very generous in giving the ball back to the Broncos. Okay? The halftime score was more reflective of the game than the final score. The Chiefs dominated under, the first half and went I, to sleep in the second half. Calm down. I understand that. Calm down. That game is not close without that caliber of defense. Calm down. It would have been down 28-30-0. I agree with you, but, but some of those turnovers weren't forced by the defense. It was shitty-ass, stupid play by the Chiefs. Yeah, hey, so, Cam, Cam. Calm down. Cam. Chill out, Dick Wild. Chill out, Dick Wild. <laughs> all right? Chill out, bro. No, I'm I love you, Cam. Like, I, I, I'm being honestly serious. Like, this defense... The thing is, is like you said, Josh. The reason they have a chance to cover is because their defense is so That's good. That's true. I if they agree. didn't have this caliber of defense, they would be losing these games by fifteen to twenty points. But you said it. You said it at the beginning, man. If they were in Denver, I think they maybe cover this those eight points. But in Philly, no way they're doing it. Can't. So, can't. Right, can't. Let's. Let, let, no. One more thing. Let's think. No, I don't think, think they. I don't think they cover either. I'm just saying we can't underappreciate how good this really this Denver defense is and how 
fucking bad this offense is. <laughs> it's right, let's move on. All I was right. going to say something. Let's move let's on. Let's move on. All right, knock. Next game right here. <laughs> here we go. Ravens versus Titans. I still think he's Titans. full of shit. I Ravens, think he knows these things. Ravens versus Titans here. Knock of the Ravens on the road against the Titans. The Titans again. Now the AFC South is wide open. Mariota and company at home here against the uh, offensiveless Ravens. Oh, we, what do you think the We haven't the had a chance to talk about this. The hit on Flacco. Yeah. Completely dirty, sort of dirty. Uh, what, what, what's your play in, on in, that? You in, know what quick, mine is because I tweeted it out. And, in and, quick, in just a quick thought, I think that the hit was over-aggressive, but at the same time, I feel like the defensive player – didn't have much of a choice. He was going already to make the hit. Flacco was trying to get the first down on the play. He could have slid a lot earlier to avoid the hit. I think the defensive players in the NFL are at a real disadvantage with the new rules. So I don't think it's as egregious as everybody thinks it is. On on, on at fast motion, looking at it, just seeing just like, oh, oh, that's dirty. But no, when you look at it, again, he slid late. He's got to learn to slide. Quarterbacks, you need to learn to slide. You're not sliding into second fucking base <laughs> where the second baseman's going to jump over your head yeah. and you're sliding like you're sitting in a chair your head with down. your head. Slide and lay down. Yeah, get your head down. Lay freaking down. Hook slide. Get your head wow. out of the hit area because yeah. what you've done, the NFL has decided you cannot hit anybody high, right? Yeah. Right? So where are they aiming at? They're Hello. aiming at your freaking waist. So when you slide... And you stick your head up in the air like a freaking prairie dog. That's where your hip was. God, dude, did he get rocked? That's where your hip was. Kiki Alonso hit him with his shoulder. He did not hit him with the top of his helmet. I don't think it was egregious as everyone. So everybody's all up in arms, and yes, it's a rough play, but it's freaking football. Learn how to slide. All right, and 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 that's all there is to it. Ravens. And saying that. Point. I didn't think that I think the hit in itself was kind of questionable, but put freaking flags on these guys. It's horrible. Right? There was a penalty in the Monday night game on the Broncos game where Simmons led with his shoulder. Yes. And it. Yes. And it was a form tackle. Yes. Agree with you. Absolutely. I, I just I just don't get it. Like I don't. It's becoming like the NBA where it's becoming so offensively slanted that you can't play great defense anymore. I agree with you 150%. 150%. You I just you know. You too. And this defenseless receiver shit. There was something in the Kansas City game, I think, where the guy got freaking alligator arms. Yeah. Safety, your safety, Denver safety was coming across. Oh, yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah. City receiver yeah, yeah. for number 14 went totally fucking alligator arms, looked at the guy coming over, dropped the ball, and then got hit, and they called Denver for a defenseless receiver. No. No, you should have thrown a penalty for a pussy receiver because he didn't catch the fucking ball because he didn't want to get hit. And guess what? This is my yes, thing as a receiver. This is my thing. When you do that, guess what, dude? You're going to get hit anyway. So you may as well catch the fucking ball. Right? They're not going to not hit you because you dropped the ball. Catch the ball and take the hit. Be a man. And they called a penalty on Denver, and I was up in arms. Just horrible, horrible. We spent too much time on this. I'm sorry. Do you agree, Cam? Yeah, no, no, no. I Like, if he catches if that's the problem, it's the result of the play. If he catches the ball and, and him, Simmons has that same hit, I mean, it, it's not a penalty. But it's funny because uh, Vaughn Miller was penalized earlier in the game, too, for getting off the snap pretty quick, and they called him offside. Turns out it wasn't. He timed the snap perfectly. Right. So it's just right. like 
that's some of the things. But like offensive players, like defensive players, don't get bailed out like offensive players do. Okay. All right, all right, so, all right. All right. Okay, so, so what's the game again? Ravens. We're talking about the Broncos. Yeah. What's the game again? <laughs> Ravens and Titans here, Knocker. What do you think the spread is? I think the Titans, especially without Flacco, I think the Titans are favored two and a half. All right, Cam. What do you think the spread is on this? The Ravens are on the road, correct? Yes. I will take the Ravens by three. It's going to be uh, Titans minus three and a half here, Knocker. Uh, yep, Titans at home going to get minus three and a half here. Uh, Knocker, I like the Titans in this game to not only win but cover the spread here. I might even buy it down to three just to be safe since it's at three and a half. Uh, I like the Titans, though, to win by about six or seven points this game. Ravens offense is just putrid. I think the Titans at home get it going here. Knocker, what are your thoughts? I think this is a, like a 20 to 14 game. I think they win by four, maybe five points. Okay. But I like the Titans. All right, Cam. I, I totally disagree with you. I'm going to take the Ravens. Wow. I don't, I, I'm not no buying into what the Titans are doing. I think Mike Malarkey could be a dead man walking after this year. Damn. Um, I, I, I'm not being convinced by the Titans at all. I'll take the Ravens on the road. Okay. All right. Next game yeah. up here, Knocker. Uh, this is definitely going to be our blackout game of the week. Because this is <laughs> I love it. Here we go. You better have the ticket. Because it's the blackout game of the week. Cardinals versus wow. 49ers. <laughs> Cardinals Niners. Hope you guys are tuning in for this one, Knocker. Cardinals on the road Woo! against the winless Niners here. The Cardinals without Carson Palmer. Uh, Niners, again, they won't be starting Garoppolo in this game. This is going to take a couple weeks to get you know used to the system. With that being said, Knocker, Niners at home, Cardinals on the road. What do you think the spread is in this one? I think this is a pick em. Okay. You I really do. I, I think this is a pick em. All right, Cam, what do you got? I'm going to say that the Cardinals are a uh, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one wow. coming in against the Niners. I'm going to go with... The Cardinals on the road here. I just think they're a little better team, just veteran-wise and with their coaching. Um, and I don't think Carson Palmer's that big of a loss for the Cardinals. I think that he wasn't that good to start out with, Knocker. I know you're high on him, but I think he was old, could barely move. I'm going to go with the Cardinals to win and cover that spread, beat him by about a field goal. It's going to be close, but I'll go with the Cardinals in this one, Knock. What do you got? Don't you ever disparage Carson Palmer. Don't you ever <laughs> Man, disparage He's good. Palmer. He was good in his day. That guy's gotten the most out of his talent than anybody. I'm not despair. I just think just he's, I think that you think he's better than he actually is. No, no. Look at his record. Look at the teams that he's made. The Bengals. What have the Bengals done since he left? He had them in playoff games. He, you know, he won playoff games. He's got the Cardinals in the playoffs, bro. He got the Cardinals in the playoffs. Did he? Did they? he do it, or was it Bruce Harris? Who the Larry hell cares? It was him. Honey Badger and everybody else that's on that team. Now, be that as it may, <laughs> okay. I, I think the 49ers. They get their first win? I do. Really? You're I going do. upset special here. I think Knockers the, four, I think the 49ers. This is my upset special of okay. the week. I think they win outright, so obviously I'm going to take them with the two and a half points. Okay. But I think the 49ers get their first win of the year at home against the Cardinals this week. All right. Cam, Knockers going on the limb. What do you think? So if Jimmy G is starting this team, I would have taken the Niners, but I think they're going into full tank mode because they're just trying to keep their pick. So I'm going to take the Cardinals on the road 
their defense is probably a little margin, a lot better, so that'll be the difference in the game. Hopefully, these teams probably won't score that much. All right, it'll be an awful game. Take the under. All right, knock next one up here. Here we go. Redskins versus Seahawks. Oh, thank you, Kern, thank you, Colonel, for that tweet. By the way, Redskins love you, brother. And Seahawks here. Redskins timing in. Good game. Uh, yeah, it's a good game here. Redskins need this game more than the Seahawks do, but Seahawks at home knocker are just a completely different team. They showed it the last couple weeks here. I mean, but that defense giving up 40 points here to the Texans. Exactly. Really scares me. Uh, But Redskins with Cousins is not the same versatile quarterback that Deshaun Watson is, Mm. and they don't have the weapons I think that the Texans have. Seattle at home, what do you think the spread is in this one? What bothers me about Seattle giving up that many points is the situations they gave those points up in. Every time... Seattle, they were down early, they came back, went ahead, went ahead. The old Seattle teams, once they rallied back, would shut the other team down and Seattle would slowly pull away Mm -hmm. and the score would stay static. They didn't do that. I mean, Houston just kept coming back and coming back and coming back against a vaunted, supposedly, Seattle defense. So that's very kind of interesting to me in that game. That was kind of what I was looking at. Seahawks versus the Redskins. The Redskins are just hurting from the loss to the Cowboys. They really needed too. to win that yeah. game at home. It was a huge game for them, and Dallas pretty much came in, just punched him in the nose and walked out. What's the spread? Going across the country, I think the Seahawks are going to be favored by two and a half points at home. All right, Cam, what do you got in this one? Oh, uh, no, I think the Hawks are going to be favored by four and a half at home. You guys are both way off, man. The Hawks are favored by seven and a half what? at home here. Wow! And, uh, yeah, it says a lot about what, you know, Vegas thinks of the Redskins and with all their injuries. Wow. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. The Redskins, you know what, the Redskins, for as well as they've played the first couple of weeks, they really, really, really cooled off. Yeah, they really, Cam, I'm with you. Agree with you. I agree with you. That's a good point. With that being said, Cam, I'm going to go with the Seahawks to win the game, and I think they cover that spread at home. I really do. I think the defense bounces back. Kirk Cousins throws a couple picks. You know that he's, you know, prone to do. I'm going to go Seattle to cover and the, and the pick here. Uh, I think Seattle wins the game. I'm going to buy that to eight. Okay. And I'm going to go the with the Redskins to, to cover right. that spread. Cam, what do you got? I got the Seahawks and they cover. You know what? As much as I do like the Eagles and, and the way they've been playing and everything, I really think this year might be the year of the Seahawks wow. have to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's, 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 they, I, I'm – I don't know. At they, least get there. Yeah, I, I'm saying with the talent that they have, and with you know they're getting older, and that team. Can, yeah, that, you know, the ten year cycles. Yeah, right. They're right on that ten year cycle. Right there. So all right, Knox. So we're all, all going Seahawks, but uh, Knocker's picking the Redskins. I like and the, the Redskins points. and the points. Yeah. All right, Knocker. Big game here. Here we go. Chiefs versus Cowboys. Chiefs Cowboys here, Knocker. Nice the Ezekiel Elliott. Elliot List Cowboys, I should say. Um, here, Cowboys are at home. Chiefs are on the road. What do you think the spread is here, Knocker? I think the Chiefs are favored by three and a half on the road. Cam, what do you got? Kansas City by three and a half. It's going to be Dallas favored by a point in this one, Knocker, at home. Okay. Oh, get the hell out of here. Who's <laughs> Oh, my God. Ah, I love you, Cal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Josh. Cowboys without Ezekiel Elliott are a point favorite at home. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> they are. That's what it says here. My <laughs> God. How the, you know what? I'm going to go on a rant right now. How freaking overrated do we have to overrate the Cowboys every year? This is ridiculous. <laughs> 
Come on, man. He's legitimately mad. Are Are you kidding me? Go, keep going, man. It's all all yours. And and, and they're favored. And they're favored. And they're mediocre. They're going to be 8 this year. And they're favored. What a joke. (laughs) So I'm guessing Cam's going Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. (laughs) I'm taking the Chiefs and they're covering because the Cowboys suck. Like, I'm taking the Chiefs right now, they're covering. Unbelievable. I'm freaking believable. <laughs> I love how legitimately pissed off Cam is. That's so fantastic. Right. Knocker. There's road oh, rage. Whoever's driving oh, next to him right now is like, out. just get away, honey. Yeah. Get away from that guy. Just, he's, dude's just yelling, he's at, no just one yelling at nobody. Yeah, he's just <laughs> screaming at no one in his car. <laughs> he's talking about cowboys and Indians, man. Get away. Get away. <laughs> it's crazy. We're, just pick a number and be like, yeah, the Cowboys are favored by that. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Are we in the Matrix? Like, what? Are people retarded? Well, I'm going Cowboys now because you know where I'm going. So what are you doing? I'm going with the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs are going to beat their ass. <laughs> All right. You think so, huh? Yes. All right. Next game up here. Cam, Man. the rants are rare, but Cam, they're beautiful. Seriously, they're fantastic. I just wish I was driving next to you. All right, here we go, Knock. Next game up here. Raiders versus Dolphins. Man, Raiders, Dolphins. This looked like a good game on paper, but now that I actually look at it, I'm like, it's pretty boring. Raiders on the road here, though, Knocker, traveling east, but it's going to be that late game here, Knocker. What do you think the spread is? Boy, Dolphins this, at this, home. This one's tough, man. After after the display the Dolphins put on against the Ravens, and now, getting there and Noah Jaihe yeah. handed to him. Noah Jaihe in this and one. That was just an ass handing. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders on the road by a point and a half Raiders, in this one. Raiders on the road by a point and a half. Yeah, Cam, what do you got? Well, assuming we're out of the Matrix now and who I was normally saying, that's not the Cowboys. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that the Raiders are a field goal favorite, based on the fact that the Dolphins literally just said, "Hey, we're going to suck the rest of the way, so we might as well give away a giant for nothing." Oh, they Cam cheated on this one because you got to ride right. Right Raiders, Raiders minus three. Knock. I'm going to go not with buying none of this for him. I like what Cam said because I think the. The Dolphins just are in. I don't right? know what kind of mode they're, they're in. Full but tank it, mode. It's not win mode. So I'm going to go with the Raiders, who have they have to win this game yes, they do. to keep their season alive. Yes, and with that being said, I'll go with the Raiders and Derek Carr. What do you got, Knock? Uh, I think the Raiders, for some reason, even with Carr coming back, have, have taken a couple of steps backwards. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Marshawn Lynch distraction factor Offensive with the team. Not maybe as good as yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's going on were, there. We, they, we said they were a little bit of a mirage last year with all the close wins in the fourth quarter. Not right, true. but they came out strong until he got hurt. They looked really, really good until yeah. Carr missed a couple of games. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but, but yes, the, Dol- the Dolphins, I'm going with the Raiders, for sure. Cam, Cam, you're going Raiders as well, right? Yeah, I do. You know what's the funny thing is, I was wondering when Derek Carr was really going to hit his slump year, and I think this might be that yeah. year. Yeah. Um, they need to get another quarterback coach in to develop him, because I-, I like Jack Del Rio, but he just doesn't know anything offensively, so it's kind of tough to 
advantage that side of the ball. Hey, Amari, and Amari uh, Cooper. The Raiders, the Raiders should cover. Yeah, Amari Cooper, why don't you catch the fucking ball and start playing like you should be playing? But here's the thing. If, if they're, they gotta, they're misusing Amari Cooper. Like, you, you've seen when, they, when he played the Chiefs and they fed him the ball, he was an absolute monster. Yeah, that's true. So that's I, true. I, think it's, I think it's more about combination routes, better routes, maybe getting him open, splitting him outside more, maybe putting him inside, you know, kind of figuring that out. And they got to do something with Marshawn. I mean, give him at least twenty touches. You got to, you yeah. got no rhythm. Yeah, if you're so going to have Marshawn, if you're going to have Marshawn there and take the distraction and, and bring him into your organization, use him, you know, accordingly. So, all right, last game here, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, Lions versus Packers. Lions Packers knocker here. Aaron Rodgers Packers team here at home. Lions traveling on the road. This is a huge game in this division, especially for the Lions here, because I think the Packers' season's lost, and I think they know that. I don't think Hudley can get them into a wild card berth here. Knocker, what do you think the spread is on this one? God. Um, I think the Lions have to be favored by two and a half going into into the Packers with Hundley playing quarterback. Cam, what do you got? Oh, I think the Lions are going to be favored by four, and the only reason it's a little bit closer is because it's a divisional game. Lions favored by two in this one. On the road here, knock right on it. Very good. I'm going to go with the Lions and Matt Stafford to get it done here on the road. Hundley has not impressed me, and I think that the Lions defense is good enough so, you know, to maintain them down to about 17 or under points, I think it's like a 24-17 game here. I'm going to go with the Lions to cover the spread and with the win here. Knocker, what do you got? It's going to be a very, very, very ugly game. The Lions season is in the balance in this football game. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. Cam, what do you got? Yeah, I think this is one of the easier bets of the week. I'll take the Lions. And you know what? For the VIPs or the people that are actually listening to the show, if you do not take the Chiefs this week being a one-point dog <laughs> oh in Dallas, you are not going to win money. I'm telling you that right now. They're going. The Chiefs are going to absolutely come out and blast that team in the face. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And, and you know what the Chiefs do have going for them, though? If anybody knows Dallas and anybody knows their coach and what they do, it's Andy Reid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Coach in Philly, he knows everything that they're going to do and their schemes and, and what Jason Garrett's going to do. And he has superior athletes, you know, right now and superior attitude. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of funky on that, too. All right, Cam. Cam, we're going to let you get back to traffic, dude. Thank you for uh, sticking with us and doing the pickums. We appreciate it. Wait, did I win the spreads? I had to win this week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but we didn't did. bet money, so... D- yeah, you Big won. deal. You won. Classic yeah. pat on the back to you and uh, continue on your drive home, <laughs> loser. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I get off the line, I just want to tell Knocker. Did I tell you ASU was fake? Did I tell you they suck? Dude. Dude, I, I lost I, I, I lost so many suck. parlays. So many parlays. So <laughs> many cards. On, on on ASU, they look so good. I mean, their coach, the look on Todd Graham's face in the interviews before the game, he was so impressed with this team's progress and what was going on, and that was the biggest egg lay I've ever seen ASU do. You know, but, you know, F that team. Every t- Whatever, I hate that team. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Knocker, I, I just think it's, 
it's one of those things where USC has been playing close games all year. Um, they've obviously they had the two losses, but it's just like ASU is not a good team. I'm telling you, the Pac-12 isn't that great this year. No, it's not. Average teams, and we'll really we'll get into that ones. when we get to college football. We're gonna we're gonna get into that. Go into bowl games, but I'm more interested to see uh, the Wildcats this weekend. If they win, maybe they're a little bit for real, but I don't I don't trust them either. But who knows? They could beat SC, considering that. USC got run all over by Notre Dame. So. SC's had a lot of problems with, with running teams and running quarterbacks and Arizona. For some reason, Arizona at home in particular, USC has had problems with. So it's going to be a very interesting game. And and both those teams um, have have their own you know success in their own hands as far as getting to the championship game. So it's going to be very interesting. All right, Cam Cam, we'll let you go, buddy. Thanks for uh, calling in. We miss you. And uh, get your ass into the studio here, all right? I will try to if I ever get home from work. <laughs> on freeway. Hey, screw work. And you know what? The Cowboys are going to win, motherfucker! Oh! <laughs> Hung up on his ass. Screw him. He's screaming screw right him. now into an screw empty him. phone. That's right, right there, favored. That's <laughs> right. We'll be back after this. Knock us call the we uh, college football my, picks. We got shot of the week. Knock what's your song? What's your song? My song is a fun song from a, a kind of a fun little uh, 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 country band, little country rock band. Band is called Thirty Eight Special. I like the video on this one. This song is called What If I'd Been the One. I love the guitar work in this. It's kind of simple, but it's really fun to listen to. So take a listen to Thirty Eight Special. What if I'd been the one on the Sportscast? Enjoy.
you guys download the show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, uh, our SoundCloud channel, and our YouTube channel as well. Subscribe to both. Leave a review. Rate the show. Uh, follow us on Instagram at SportsCast as well. All right. We're going to get to um, Shot of the Week. Brought to you by Juicy Whip, JuicyWhip.com, official sponsor of the studio and the show. So, knock. Um, I'll throw it to you first for a shot of the week here. All right, well, let me fix my your drink here. My vodka and sparkling ice. Oh my god, my favorite beverage, vodka and it looks sparkling tasty. ice. It looks it's, tasty. It's light. It's tasty for a diabetic. You're not getting yeah. the sugar with the ice. You're getting it with the with the vodka, but yeah. you know. Hey, you got to take what you I, can. I know. I love it. Take uh, and sparkling ice, give and take. vodka. Way to go. It's way to go. Knockers drink a chance. way. <laughs> Whatever you say, brother. All right. Whatever you say. Okay. Shot of the week. Mm-hmm. Got to go to the Astros. It's got to be right. Got to go to Springer. Yeah. Got to go to Sports Illustrated for predicting this on that cover. Yeah. Right? It's pretty crazy. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yep. For the town of Houston, all you've been through, um, this is what sports can do. This is the beauty of sports. Not only can it lift a whole city uh, into forgetting their troubles, forgetting what's going on, but also, you know, again, I've said this before. Uh, with sports, with the troubles going on in the country, race relations, this and that. When you look out on that field and you get a team and there's four different races, five different races, and they're hugging each other and the love is out there on the field, to me that's what what sports can do to the country to to, to heal wounds and this and that. If they can get along in that dugout, you know, because it's just a beautiful thing to see. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got Puerto Ricans hugging white guys, white guys hugging black guys, black guys hugging Salvadorians. I mean, it's just a it's a wonderful thing and I really truly believe that that sports is the one area within that clubhouse where it's a pretty cool thing. It's very rare when 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 bad things happen in a clubhouse as far as race relations. Yeah. So, so shot of the week to them. Another shot of the week. I'm wearing this jersey because my Los Angeles Kings Dude, they're kicking ass. Happen to have the best record in the NHL right Fuck now. Yeah, they do. So, hats off to them, Joking and hats go. off to the freaking Vegas Knights, dude. The Vegas Golden Knights, killing it, are kicking some their serious offense. ass. Their offense is unbelievable. Okay, and shit of the week, and I really don't want to go to shit of the week. No, I want to give another shot of the week. Okay? okay, and I hate doing this because I just really do not like this team. Okay, but Ohio State. Ohio State, you fucking nutted up and oh, won that, that, that game. Penn State did had they nut you. Up or did Penn State crumple like a little a bull, bitch? Both. Both. Penn State crumbled Fuck. like they did against USC, and so they crumbled I mean, against they Ohio State. Thank you. But, but Ohio uh, State, just to have the Nats to come back when everything was going wrong, JT Barrett, the last two drives, I think he hit like 16 in a row. It's, yeah, it's just like 16 and 13, right, 13 or something. Pretty incredible for them to come back and win that game in the shoe. Yeah. Um, so kudos to them. My shit of the week is just Mr. Seeger, Mr. Bellinger. In the situations that you're up in, it's okay to take a walk. I realize you're young, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a pass because you're young, but so are the Astros. The Astros have the youngest team in baseball, if I'm not mistaken. And and they took pitches. They were okay taking walks, okay? Seager, you come up in the first inning, and dude, 
I could have stood out there and thrown you breaking balls at your feet and you would have swung at them. I do not understand. And, and Dave Roberts, again, if I'm Dave Roberts, I tell him before he walks, just like I used to tell you in Little League, Josh, if you swing before he throws you a strike, I'm going to sit you down. Yeah. Right? Right? We got bases loaded, runners on second yeah. and third, whatever. He's walked already two guys. If you if you ball. swing at anything that's spinning, I'm going to sit your ass down. Yep. Why Bellinger and why Seager continue to swing at the same pitch over and over and Bad over coaching. and over and over again? Dave it, it is Roberts, but it's more their discipline. I understand you want to be a hero. I understand you want to you want to get the hit, but take the F and walk. For yeah. God's sakes, they pitched it the exactly same way the entire series. And you still fell into the trap. Yep. So, you know, regardless of what happened, the Astros deserve to win. But you two guys, you, you got to think about this, man. Swing at strikes. Swing at flat pitches. Swing at the first pitch. Your sister, your sister said every offensive record at Whittier, mm-hmm. right, for hitting in softball. Yeah. Her mantra was the best pitch I'm going to see from 90% of the pitchers is the first one. Yeah. Right? How many flat pitches – were the first pitch from these Houston well, pitchers to these guys. You want to set the, the count up for right, yourself. Right, because yeah. you want to pitch from ahead in the count, right? Yeah. So swing at that one. Yeah. Why are you hitting from behind in the I, count? I, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted yeah, at all. I'm I know you. I'm going on and on, but that, that's my shit of the week. Okay. We should have got better performance. And let me ask you this. Justin Turner took a ball off the left knee in game two. Mm-hmm. A hard ground ball. From that point on, to me, he looked different. In the box, in his eyes, in his in, in his body language, in the box. I really think it's going to come out that that he was hurt, that something happened um, on that ground ball because he was not the same player from that point but on. A lot of the Dodgers weren't the same. No, agreed. But but he was hotter than hell. He was one of the Dodgers hotter than hell coming into that series, and he hit the yes. walk-off home run, right, against yeah. the Cubs. He hit a home run in game, in game two. One, in game one. In game one, right? Yeah. He took that ball to the knee, and he wasn't the same player. So it I'm could, really curious as to what happens. To see what happens when but, that comes out. Those are my shots uh, and shits. My shits are going to stick with baseball here, too. I'm not going to shit on any of the players, but I'm going to shit on some of the fans because if Jesus. you bring a uh, glove to a baseball game and a home run is hit in your direction you right. don't catch it, you get a douche. shit of the week, and you let it hit a chick right in the crotch? No way. You didn't see this? Is that this guy right here yeah, on the screen? Check this video. No out, way. Man. Come on. As it, he misses it, hits the chick right oh! in the crotch. Oh! Dude, you owe her dinner, bro. Oh! She took a ball to the crotch. Oh, God. What a dick. Knocker, is that not dick and a half right That's there? That's dick status. <laughs> right? Completely. Bro, why do you bring a glove if you can't catch the fucking ball? It's horrible. That, and you know what? I bet you that softball guy. God. Seriously, I bet you that guy right there, <laughs> he's softball guy. Right? He is softball That guy, talks bro. crap at the softball game and he thinks that he's just a badass because he's playing softball on Tuesday night. Hitting 600 in a slow pitch league. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. You know what I like? That's the, that guy, you know right? You what I like is the guy in the bottom right in the green that's vaping. Watch this guy. Is he bo- really? Yeah, look at the bottom right, dude. He's just vaping it up. <laughs>
down here at the bottom right in the green. Yeah. Watch him pull out his vape here. Is he vaping right there? He's vaping. Are you sure he's not hitting the same? Is this guy? Is he vaping? Yeah, he is. He's vaping, bro. He's vaping right there. Either that or he's hitting that pot stick that you hit. One of the two. So that fan gets my shit of the week. No shit. Well deserved. If you bring a glove to a game, catch the fucking ball. Well deserved. Now, if you catch the ball, don't okay. throw it the fuck back, Astros fan. <laughs> what the hell? It's a World Series ball. I don't care who hits it. Look at this D-bag. Takes it from the woman and throws it back on the field. Like, he stole it from the girl? No, but they actually know each other. They're brother-in-laws, and that's his That's his wife right there, Knock. Yeah, but the husband's like, yeah, that's what's like hey, asshole. He threw it back. Are you kidding me? Get my shit of the week, oh you my stupid fuckers. <laughs> my last shot of the week, knock, or my shit of the week. I got two more. I got a lot of shits this week, man. Got a lot of shits. Goes to this guy. We'll throw him up on the screen. I hope you guys are seeing this because this is good stuff. Mr. Papa John's. Okay, Papa John's I'm so is tired out there, is now complaining, knocker, John's. that the NFL has hurt his sales. And he's upset about all this unrest. All this unrest has hurt Mr. Papa John's sales here, Knocker. <laughs> he's upset. He's down thirty percent. Come on, man. Are you serious? Is there any chance this has to do because you have a mediocre fucking pizza that sucks? Your product sucks. And the only reason people buy your shit is to drink the garlic sauce that's better than the pizza. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Papa John's. You give a shit of the week, dude. God damn you, dude. There are floods in Houston. Flint, Michigan still has no clean water. Puerto Rico still has no power. And you got the balls to complain that your sales are 30% off. So what does that mean? You only made $6 million? I know. $10 million? Shut the fuck up. You! Oh, you should see DiGiorno burned him on Twitter so bad. Did they really? Yeah, fucking DiGiorno is so much better than a goddamn Papa John's I have heard their product really sucks. I don't eat... Papa John's I don't ever pizza. Eat, I've eaten it. Obviously, I've eaten it in my life, but I don't ever order it. I don't think it's right. that good I have pizza. heard that it's just... It's not that good I don't care what Peyton says. It's just not a quality mm-hmm. product, man. It's not. Well, you know what? Isn't a quality product either? Someone's so there goes our sponsorship for Papa John's. <laughs> right. We just burned that bridge. Hey. Check that one out. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> like, we care. Now, Knocker, um, we've seen this out of, I guess... Not to go into anything racist or anything, but out of Mexican soccer fans where they've thrown pee-filled balloons. Oh, yeah. Right? At oh, players yeah. on the field. Yeah. Well, Europe is no different, it seems like. No. And there actually might be worse. As a Tottenham fan knocker is caught on video filming himself peeing into a cup and then chucking it at opposing fans. Have you seen this knocker? No. Check Dude, this it's out. It's soccer. Why would I have seen that? He's peeing in it. It's got to be Lawton. It's got to be Lawton. It's a little thing. It's a little thing. It should be embarrassed by that cock. I know. Continue to Continue to be chucked. Is that gross? You get my shit, Tottenham fan. Come on, people. Are we not humans? The fuck is wrong with you? God. Oh, yeah, you're a big man because you threw a... You know, an anonymous cup of piss on people who had no idea it was coming. Yeah, you're a stud. You're a big man with that cock inside, you know, the uncircumcised thing that you had. That thing was sticking out like a quarter of an inch. But you're a bad man. 
Did you see a You're small a bad dick? man. Like, if you're going to put yourself on camera, you better get a chubs or something. Right? I mean, I'd have been impressed if he was holding that cup down at his knees. Seriously. You know? Woman. <laughs> if that cup was down at his knees and he was filling it yeah, up. He's like, down here. <laughs> <laughs> Cold night, huh? Cold my, night, huh, George? My shot of the week goes to <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Do you know who Millie Bobby Brown is? No. Have you seen? You're, you're, now you finally got on Netflix, right? You're on Netflix now, yes. right? Yes, I Have am. Have you seen the show called Stranger Things? No, but I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Yes. Well, Millie Bobby Brown is the popular character on there, 11, and she went out on a Fallon show the other night and put on a little rap to explain what happened in season one. I think it's pretty dope, but I want to give her my shot of the week for going out and doing that, so here it is. Okay. Hey! 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 Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things, season one recap. Make some Let's go back to Indiana, circa 1983. Just four boys in the basement, chilling, playing D&D. There was Lucas, there was Willie, Will, and Dustin, there was a mic. But one night, Will goes missing while he's riding on his bike. Yikes! That's when they met me alive. I had no hair on my head. I had been so close to dead. Courtesy of Dr. Brenner, who's hunting me 24-7. Joyce was hanging Christmas lights in the web. Started hearing something Willie had said. From the beyond, what happened to Bob? She's just gone in the upside down. Hoppers on top of the case, well, I'm throwing fans into space. I'm lying down in a tank, trying my best to find Willie, and Dustin's got put in for days. Demagogue is getting all in my way, blasting to pieces just like a grenade. Will's now at home, cuffing slugs in the sink. What happened to me? I'm in the upside down. What about now? The saga continues, tune in to see how. Upside down, what about now? The saga continues, tune in to see how. All I need is my Have you not seen her? No. She's fantastic. And I have I'm I love not her. compelled. You're not knocker. Okay, you love the Goonies. No. You love the Goonies? Yes. It's an eighties Goonies. Okay, I might check it out. It's fucking awesome. You're you're comparing it to the Goonies. I'm not good. It's that good. It does that every Goonies person that I know that's watched Goonies or loves Goonies loves this show. Okay, based on that, I am not compelled to even turn it on. I'm sorry. She's awesome. I'm sorry. That's I could have done that. Rap. If you knew, I, I if you knew done what that. season one was Penny, about, you would love Penny, that. Penny, your daughter, my granddaughter, could have done that. Oh, you think so? Huh? Yes. That, no, okay, I'll get to it. Do we have any uh, shots at all on Twitter at all? I want to thank uh, I Colonel. I haven't seen any. Colonel's got yeah, one. Yeah, I, I tried to already. Yeah, he's he shot putting in. us up on Apple TV. Thank you, my brother. So that's, that's fantastic. Much love to you. All right, let's take a shot. Here we go. What is this? Nonsense this is the moonshine from Mexico, baby. <laughs> what is with you and my wife all of a sudden really liking moonshine? Dude, it's a tiny little, nope, tiny it's little. Not happening. It's not happening. You got no balls. I don't have balls. You got no balls. I've got no balls. How'd I ever here? lose to you on a golf well, course? You know, like, I have no fucking idea. Well, we what like happened. to play this segment. Oh yeah. By the way. Yeah. I kicked your uh, ass at uh, golf. Uh, an auxiliary. Shit of the week. Yeah, for you sucking My golf. My son calls me. We played golf on Sunday, <laughs> right? 
And he's so proud of himself. What's the last thing you had on me, Dad? Not beating your ass. I am beating your ass. I had a rough day from the sand. I I love playing out of the sand. I had a rough day in the sand. Don't blame it on one hole. No, no, three holes. Three holes. I was in the sand. I couldn't get out. Couldn't get out of the sand trap. And for me, I love being in the sand. But this little bitch. On Monday, it's overcast in Cali. It's raining, blah, 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 kind of depressing Seattle weather. So he calls me up. Hey, Dad, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, Josh, why, why, why wouldn't I be okay? Well, you know, it's a little depressing outside. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure you weren't thinking of doing harm to yourself because of that ass whipping I handed you yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Like, I need that. I'm yep. in Watson. I need that from you. Yep. Thank you for that. It felt it felt good. I bet it did. It, it really Hold did. on to that because yep. I still think the record is like 30 and 10, okay? No way. So hold on to that no. one win, all right? This wasn't a win. It was an ass kicking, but it still only counts as one, okay? You're scared, though. I hate the fact that you have enough money to buy quality golf clubs <laughs> and I'm still using Zach's old clubs. Okay. Oh, so you're gonna give say that the clubs do all the work? Is that what you're saying? Not my. You skills, said it. Not my skill. No, didn't you say it? Well, oh uh, my God! I bought a new. I bought a new yeah. hybrid three and five, and look how good I am yeah, with it. Yeah, but 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 I've given the clubs a little more credit than they deserve. I mean, it really is my swing. It's really the same is. swing that you sucked at before you bought those the same, clubs. The same swing that all right? Jeff Pratt in the fucking throat. <laughs> right? Exactly. You're not hitting people in the throat with these new clubs. All right? right. Case closed. All right, Doc. Let's get to but our- But it was fun. I love being out there with yeah, you. Yeah, that was a good time I loved Sunday. it. All right, let's get to our favorite sub, uh, segment after we get to Drunk of the Week. Here we go. Hey, I remember, I remember, I remember when- I remember when I remember when QuickTime here passed out in the in the booth. Yep. This booth. And we did right stuff here. to him that you do <laughs> to, ladies. to ladies. And ladies. We, we promise we, we never, never tell, tell you. All all the greatest all the greatest moments of my life I spent right here in the, in this booth. Maggie's first word, Bart jumping that canyon, Mr. Plow. All the greatest moments of my life. I gotta go pee. I don't. I wanna, don't want to get up. Well, we had a couple of drunks this week, knocker. Now look at her. Now, I mean, Bill's, she just dropped trowel. That's like, what I like. Bill's mafia is pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I think Dolphins fans are trying to get up there, or at least get their names noticed. As one Miami Dolphins lady decided to take a pee, knocker, this past weekend at a football game at the Dolphins game in the men's urinal. During I've seen the it before. Game. I've seen that Here's before the at the video. forum. Uh, I'll roll for you, knocker. Go, go, girl. Little ass right there. Right? This guy is like, what the fuck's going on? But you know what? The, the dudes are respectful. They're like, okay, I I get it. Look at this chick. That's that's, that's not bad. That you have to be completely hammered as a chick to be walking oh, into a dude's bathroom. But I've seen it before. I've been at the forum. I've I've witnessed that before. You've plenty witnessed of times. That before. Sure. And not just that. Now see, those are separate urinals. I've watched him walk up to the trough, Oh, right? The trough that's 30 people wide, and they've done that. I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all. Those women's bathrooms can get, you know, Well, yeah, you've got, you've got 10,000 women in four stalls, and two of them are used by cokeheads. So, you know, what, what are they supposed to do? That's true. That's true. Well, our next drug <laughs> of the week, Knocker, so... Cheers up to Dolphins fan taking yeah, go a go Dolphin fan. Comes to Shooter McGavin here. Knocker got arrested for DUI. Is that Shooter? Is that who that is? That's Shooter Woo! there, Knock. 
Mr. Christopher McDonald getting a DUI. No friggin' way. At the time, he blew a .15 here. Oh, knocker. Lord. Uh, wow. And, yeah, that's Oh, look shot. at him. That's look at that mugshot. And he's best known now for this freak out during uh, Happy Gilmore. Here we go. So cool. Damn, you people. This is dope. What <laughs> a rock concert. <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> Shooter time! <laughs> oh my god, that's so, classic. Our boy Shooter McGavin uh, gets one of our drunks. Wow, what a dick. What are you doing, guys? And lastly, Knocker. Now, Just stop. Um, Knocker, you have done some... Uh, Crazy things, I guess, oh, back in yeah, the past, I'm, right? I'm surprised I'm still breathing. Well, look at this headline here. What, just read the headline for me. What does it say? Watch L.A. Beast drink a six-pack of beer in under 40 seconds <laughs> using a leaf blower. Have you seen this? Wow. Watch this, V-Doc. Watch this. Our Drunk of the Week. This dude. Wow. On YouTube. You can check the video on our website. All he should be president. He takes down six Miller High Life's knocker. Under- oh, he's drinking the highlights yeah, too. Yeah, of course, it's the champagne. Stay beers, classy, right? baby. Stay classy. <laughs> Here's of him taking down four beers. Here Have go. a good. I'm gonna fast you forward. Please it. do. You cannot be serious. Look at this. Look at the preparation yeah, the, involved. The preparation's fantastic, right? <laughs> oh, people, you have to check this oh, out. Yeah. Here we go. The L.A. Beast. And in 2040 seconds, I plan on becoming the first man in the universe <laughs> to drink a six-pack of beer in 40 seconds You're using a leaf blower. a fucking leaf blow. So without further ado, here we go. Stop, stop it. Stop it for a second. Stop it. For those of you that cannot <laughs> see what's going on, okay, he has rigged up a two-liter bottle of Coke, okay, with a tube out of the top of it yeah. with a gas face mask <laughs> that he's going to place over his nose and mouth. On the other side, uh, coming out of the bottom of... Mad Max shit, Coming dude. out of the bottom of this tube, <laughs> it's a tube that, that, that circles underneath yeah. and fits over the nose portion <laughs> of an electric leaf blower. So, so just put- picture that... In your mind, so if you it can. In his mouth, like he's literally the pressure. Okay, so he's gonna stick a face mask <laughs> on his face above that two-liter bottle full of six beers, Miller High Life's, and he's gonna turn on that blower. Are you ready Picture for this? it if you can. You ready? Roll the beautiful bean footage. Go. Here go. <laughs> Places his face into the mouth, into the mask. Leaf blower. Right. You ready? Readjusts. Want to make sure the camera's rolling. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. Leaf blower turns on. Timer's on. The timer's, timer's on. on. Oh my God. The beer is going up through the face mask, and he's sucking in for all he's worth. It's halfway gone. down. He's it's at gone. 15. He's a little over halfway. Air pressure is throwing that Miller High Life down his esophagus. As we look, he's not even squirming. 25 seconds. 
He's almost done. 30 seconds. He's gonna do it now. Gonna do it at 33. He's gonna do it. Nothing but foam left, but he's stuck in the foam. 72-ounce liquid annihilator is available in my merch store. Have a good day. Wow. Oh, my God. He, if, he pat- oh my God. if he patents that, he is going to be a frat house millionaire. An Dude. absolute freaking Dude, millionaire <laughs> tailgate millionaire. That was so impressive. Oh my god! That was so impressive. I I I have no words to describe <laughs> what I just witnessed. If you numbers, you haven't seen that. I'm, I'm no, I'm I'm serious. I have no words to describe oh. the fact that he held that Dude, down. He just put six beers down in under 40, 39 seconds. Un, freaking, <laughs> believable. People, you have to check this out. He's our drunk of the week. <laughs> he, nobody. He's gonna be drunk in about two minutes. When it all hits him, oh man, that was stately. Oh, my hat is off to you. Right. Tip of the cap. Seriously, let's finish it off with uh, with Knockers, Hannah Jeter. Knockers College Football. Oh, Jeez. I thought we were going oh, to Hannah, Hannah Jeter. Jeter does look you got to check out. You have to check out gotcha. SportsCastLife.com because Josh has been really rocking right? it with the female product. Yeah, you like? That? Yeah, I do. I really, truly do. Sex sells people. My God. Uh, all right, now, college football. All right, college football last What's week. Last week, we're starting to, the, the cream is starting to rise. We're starting to separate the men from the boys, the fakers from the from the believers. First, we're going to go to Notre Dame. Notre Dame put a serious ass whipping on USC. 51 years of watching USC football. I mean, we haven't had a show for two weeks, so I'm going back to two you weeks ago. Way back. Right? That was the worst ass-whipping. That was the worst football game I've ever seen USC play in 51 years of watching USC football. Notre Dame is for real. They've got a defense. they got a stud running back. Their passing game's a little iffy, so I'm not sure if they can win a national championship with, the, with that game. But the Cinderella team this week was North Carolina State, right? North Carolina State has, has won some upsets. They're looking good in the ACC. Hadn't lost a game. They go into South Bend, and Notre Dame slaps their ass 35-14. to 14. In doing so, Notre Dame, the first college football playoff rankings have come out, right? Yep. Notre Dame is now sitting at number three. Yeah. Okay? If they if Notre Dame wins out, they are in the college playoff. Yeah, I agree with you. And there's no arguing with the fact. The only loss that will be on their schedule is a one-point loss to, to the number one ranked team in the playoff playoffs. Yep. Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs are ranked number one. Alabama's ranked number two. Notre Dame, Clemson, Oklahoma, which we're going to find out what's going to happen because Bedlam is this weekend. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Bedlam is this weekend, so more is going to fall off. Ohio State, Penn State, TCU. I don't like the TCU being there that close. Wisconsin's undefeated. I think Wisconsin Wisconsin should be ahead of Penn State right now. Wisconsin beat. Still, they're undefeated. 
Yeah. I, I think they should be ahead of Penn State in these rankings. Okay. And number 10, Miami, uh, uh, sits right there. Last week, Boston College took out some serious frustration in the ACC and put a serious ass whipping on the Seminoles of Florida State. Florida State has the worst record, I think, in the last 15 years going on right now. BCU stomped them 35-3. to One of my shot of the weeks was going to be to Oregon State. Oregon State's coach, Gary Anderson, quit on the team. Yeah. He walked out and quit. They gave the interim job to a young man, African-American man. Stanford went up to, to Oregon State. Oregon State played their ass off, had them beat. Stanford was one of the dark horses to make the college football playoff. Yeah. Kirk Kirstreet was all over this guy in his shows. He's been talking Stanford, 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 Stanford. They had him beat. Their best player fumbled. Stanford pulls out a 15-14 win. But I really love the energy and 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 what happened at, at, at Oregon State because that program has been dead for three years. Yeah. And and I love. I really three do years. hope that they hire this guy and that and that he is the coach in the upcoming weeks. Last week Georgia put a fucking. Uh, just a God. bitch slap on the Florida Gators, God. 42-7. to seven. That, that was, was easy, easy money. money. If yeah. you were a betting man, that was yeah. some serious easy money. Duke, uh, uh, Flo- uh, excuse me, Virginia Tech takes out Duke 24-3. Virginia Tech is looming on the outside, on the edges uh, right now. Wake Forest. Every year, there's a darling team that wins the, that that beats the spread every the single week. Or this, yeah, like this this year it's Wake Forest, 42-32, 40. 232 over Louisville. Um, let's get into. Um, I gave you the rankings. Yeah. Let's get into this week's yeah, game. What's going on? All right. Clemson, North North Carolina State. This now this would have been an epic game had North Carolina State gone into South Bend and beat and beat, and yeah. beat Notre Dame. Right now, I think it's a game of insignificance. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite traveling to North Carolina State. No upset alert at all. Not even maybe. A I chance. don't think it's an upset alert, but I think they cover. You think it's that close? I think they cover. I think NC State has a really good team, and Clemson is just not not scoring enough points to blow people out. They're winning games, and they look good. I love their quarterback, but if NC State can get over the loss, I, I think they have a good shot of covering the spread. I don't think they win, but I do like the over fifty-one. Okay. Okay. I'm having a I'm having a lot of luck. Um, I won. I won twelve. Out of thirteen with my bookie betting the first halves on 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 these games. Yeah. Because it seems to me this year's a really odd year. The the game the game spreads haven't been covering, but the half spreads yeah. have been really but covering. So a lot of teams are playing bit. the first half and then taking the second half off. So you might want to look at what the spread is at halftime. I like I like North Carolina State to cover. Okay. Um Big game in the ACC. The biggest game of the year in the ACC right now. Normally, it's Florida State involved. It's not. Virginia Tech travels to Miami. Undefeated Miami, right? Right. And Miami's right looking out. Um, Right now, Miami is number 10. Virginia Tech's on the outside looking in right now. Virginia Tech is is, um, minus 2.5 on the road. I like Virginia Tech to win this game. I like Virginia Tech. As much as Miami is undefeated, I really haven't been impressed by it. No. I'm not like they haven't played away. anybody right. really good. Virginia they, they've Tech. Got, they've won the last couple games in the last second. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech scoring a lot of points. They look really good. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Virginia Tech in this game. I'll put. We'll post our games um, later. Yeah. Interesting game. Wake Forest goes into Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame's coming off two big home games in a row. USC, North Carolina State. Wake Forest is the sleeper Cinderella team that that seems to be covering. 
I like Wake Forest and the 14 points. You get Wake and 14 points. I really like what's happening there. I think Notre Dame's on a little bit of a letdown, I think, on the schedule when they looked at it. This was a sure win, letdown win game. game. but it's not a blowout. Right, they win the game. I think they win the game by 10 to 13 points. Okay. I like them to cover. South Carolina travels between the hedges at Georgia. Georgia is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. I like the halftime on this, on this, whatever it's going to be. I like the halftime on this, and I like the over 45 because I think Georgia covers that all by themselves. I think Georgia, yeah, Georgia scored 37. Right. Um, Penn State goes to Michigan State. Both of them are coming off crushing losses. Michigan State is plus nine. Penn State, it's a big game. It's a big game in the Big Ten. But if I'm betting, I don't think I touch this game because I really don't yeah, know don't the know. mentality yeah, of either one of these teams. either yeah. one of these teams. Good point. Um, Memphis, Tulsa. Memphis is a 13-point favorite in this. The over/under is 79. Memphis is scoring like 40, 50 points a game. Tulsa is always good to get you 20, 30 points. I like the over in that game. This is what's wrong with the L- with the SEC. Right here, this game, right oh, here. LSU is traveling to Alabama. They are a 21-point underdog. LSU is? 21-point under. Think about that. LSU is a 21-point underdog to Alabama. And yet, everybody says the SEC is the toughest conference in the country. Pretty pathetic. That's pretty pathetic. I'm not touching it. Because I just, I have no idea what... What's going to happen in this game? The biggest game of the week, Bedlam. I love Bedlam is fantastic. I really do. And and it's just the last few years, Oklahoma State, you know, back in the day, Barry Sanders won. But for the most part, Oklahoma has has dominated this series. Oklahoma is going to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a two and a half point favorite. The over under is 76. Right. I might take I th- state in this. I think I'm going to go with Oklahoma State at home. I like their quarterback. I don't bet this either, though, because these games are just... It's just, very tough to bet. Yeah. To bet the rivalry games. It, it really is truly very hard to bet. The interesting game in the Pac-12. The Pac-12... Is pathetic. Unfortunately, they're not pathetic. The it's Pac-12 just nationally, they're not going to get any credit. The big games this weekend... Arizona comes to the Coliseum to face a USC team that I really don't know what they are. Arizona has just been rolling the last four weeks. The quarterback out of Gardena Sarah High School has been seriously kicking ass. The over under is 72 and a half. Took the under. I kind of like the over. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored. In this game, USC's defense against a running quarterback is horrid. Yeah, that's true. This guy. Ran all over UCLA. He's run all over the last three opponents. I kind of like the over in this, but I'm not sure exactly who's going to win this game. And the other game in the Pac-10, I'm trying to find it on my iPad here. Um, Got it. Washington State, Stanford. Washington State got their ass kicked by Arizona. Stanford barely won because of a fumble. Stanford's going to the wazoo. Washington State still ranked in the top 25. They're a two-point Favorite against Stanford, I think Washington State wins this game big. Okay, I do, and I, I'm gonna stick with. I think the Pac-12 is overrated. So, 
Well, they're not anymore because the best team they have right now is Washington, and they're ranked number 12. What's really going to be weird is whoever wins the Pac-12 championship is not going to play in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Because it's a semifinal game this year in the college football playoffs. That's true. So Washington may run it out with only one loss on the entire year, and they're not going to play in the Rose Bowl. It's kind of weird. Yep, What's going to happen this year? Big college football weekend, big NFL weekend. I love college football. Yep, it's going to be fantastic. So I'm going to leave you guys out. Watch Bedlam, people. Watch Bedlam. I'll leave you off a little Christopher Cross. Take you out with you guys there. Uh, thank you once again for chiming in, sticking with us here through our five years of podcast. And we appreciate you guys all. And Thank uh, you so much. We'll be back uh, next oh, week. Before we sign off, yeah. golf tournament is officially set. For April April 21st. So sign up now. Get in early because we have to pay a deposit. Sign up now. Get in early. $100 entry fee. If you played in the tournament, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's the most fun you're going to have all year long playing in this tournament. April 21st. We're going to set up the PayPal. $100 entry fee. Get your money in early because we have to pay a deposit. And you want to reserve your spot. Michael McDonald taking you out. Here we go. Michael McDonald. I the wheel, ride like the wheel. Dude up, dude up.